Hello, my name is Dave, your host of Makers of Rama. I started my own small business back in 2020 as a way to keep busy during the pandemic, and now it's my full-time job and passion. Join me weekly as I chat with people from all walks of life about their passion for creating and what got them there. Today, we're speaking with Trish, the owner of Pixie and the Boy, located at 2605 North Milwaukee in Logan Square. The 900-square-foot shop carries Trish's handmade plant pots and jewelry, along with home goods and accessories made by other local makers, from candle holders and pillows to glassware and wrapping paper. Trish has everything in the shop that's something that she owns or wishes she owned. Hello, Trish. Hello. Good morning. It's nice to chat with you, Dave. Uh, I was reading online, doing some research, and uh, what I read is that you had opened your shop after having a shop with another friend of yours, um, and then you both kind of decided to do your own thing. True? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I mean, that's the long and the short of it. So basically, um, I met a guy and he had another pop up and we got to talking and we decided he he was looking to get a shop in Logan Square, a plant shop. And, you know, I make pottery and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And um, I'm like, let me know if you ever want somebody to like, you know, rent part of the shop from you. And he's like, I would love that. And we know we got to know each other a bit more. And um, so I ended up renting a space in his store. So it was his store, but um, he let me brand it with my logo. And, you know, I, I had control over my stuff. Um, but, you know, we, we just quickly went into two different directions. He really, really wanted a, like a garden center, like a very much a jungle. And I really, really <laughs> wanted a pretty cute boutique. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And so it just, we weren't, we weren't heading in the same direction. Um, so I decided, you know, I'm just going to do my own thing. And um, yeah, and he's doing great and my store's doing great. So it worked out kind of gave me the courage to do my own thing. It was a really good, um, a really good way to get my feet wet. And it was also a really good way to make a whole bunch of money real fast to, uh, because it was quite successful and, um, yeah, I made a bunch of money. So I was able to open fixing the boy, um, over on Milwaukee, just with all the money that I saved, which is great because I didn't have to take out a loan or anything. So that's, is that the way to go? Like, is that what you recommend for anybody who wants to go into like a storefront? Is to rent first. Yeah. I mean, before I rented, so I, mine was like, it started real small. So when I first started, I just started selling things um, on Instagram and to my friends. And then I created a website and then I, so I had online sales and then I started doing markets and my market started to get better. Like I got into Renegade. And so I did all of that stuff first. And then sure. I really, 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 it's always been my dream to have a store, um, a brick and mortar store, but I was scared. I was, you know, I was, a ch- I was chicken. I was afraid <laughs> it was going to fail. So, um, doing this, renting the table or the space, um, from him really, really gave me the courage and made me realize that I can do it. So yeah, that's what I would recommend. Get your feet wet first. And then Mm -hmm. if you're doing it all in a small space or if you're renting and you're doing it all, just why not do it yourself, right? Sure. It's sort of like renting an apartment and then you move on to buying a home. Exactly. Exactly. exactly The way to describe it. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And speaking of scary, did you not open your business during the pandemic? (laughs) Yep, I sure did. But to to be, you know, to be... you know, fair. It was the 
tail end of the pandemic. I mean, we're still technically in it, but, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, we were over the hump. We already had the vaccine. So, um, I felt like, you know, it might've been rough for a little while, but I knew it was, you know, it was about to change for the better. So, um, yeah. Okay, so you didn't open it during the like when you just shut down and open no, back up. No. Okay, no, thank God. <laughs> I, know I feel so terrible for all the businesses that didn't make it. You know, a lot of people had closed because of it, and um, in a way, I guess that helped me a little bit because you know there were a lot of business that that had to close, and there were there was a lot more um, spaces available to rent and that's sad, but you know, it, it kind of made it, um, it made an option for me because there was a lot mm. more um, storefronts readily available. I mean, it definitely is, it was a sad situation, but also it, it turned into a positive. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I, I mean, I always knew that I wanted to, I live in Logan square so I wanted a store in Logan Square and, you know, for a while it, it was, you know, I mean, it's been blowing up for years, the neighborhood, but um, the pandemic really kind of, you know, put a dent into it. But now, right. it's, you know, it's back where it was and it's, it's, booming. It's, yeah. booming. it's booming, it's booming like crazy. So um, I think I really wanted to pull the trigger before um, the rents started skyrocketing again. And I, I think I made the right decision <laughs> because things are just being, you know, jacked up. <laughs> so we'll see if I can afford. So to you got in at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, you know, once my lease is up in a couple of years that, you know, there's a fair chance I'll have to move. But um, I, I've got plans for that. So. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all good. It's all good. So do you do you think that there was like a um a saturation of stores like yours in the city? Um, like I know it's it just started kind of coming along recently. Yeah, I mean over the past few years, um yeah, there's definitely more. Um I just think that you know, I think, you know, this is gonna sound I don't know what this is gonna sound like, but social media <laughs> everybody's kind of listening and looking at the same things all the time. So it's inevitable that people are going to have the same styles and the same, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. Oh yeah. There were stores that are on trend and you know, whatever that looks like. Um, but yeah, I, I, there are a lot more stores popping up that, that look um, and feel like mine. And I certainly wasn't the first. <laughs> uh, so in your opinion, like how do you stand out? How do you stay relevant? And, and sort of compete with these stores in the city. I mean, not compete like in a negative way, but, you know, stay relevant. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm glad you said not compete in a negative way. Cause I don't, I don't look at these stores as my competitors. I look at them as my friends, really. Um, right. I want everybody to be successful. My success doesn't really um, have anything to do with theirs. You know what I mean? I want us all to like, you know, coexist together happily. Absolutely. Um, I try really hard not to have the same things as the stores that are near me. It's, it's kind of impossible unless I'm constantly like stocking their inventory. Um, so we're going to have some overlap, but I really try to not have the same things. It's going to happen. You know, we all kind of, 
get the same stuff from the same wholesaler. So it's, you know, there's going to be some overlap, but for the most part, I try to stay um, in my own lane. And um, I think what stands out for Pixie and the Boy is it's super eclectic. It's not one note. I try to have things for people of all ages, all races, all genders. You know, I, I'm, I don't want to be one of those exclusive stores where, you know, it's a set price and only people with X amount of money can shop there. I have most of my stuff is under $20. So um, I think that the, the, my price point really sets me apart from a lot of other stores like mine. That's huge. Price point is a big thing in this kind of um, community. And it, I feel like, um, you know, because when you price point things, even for like markets, I think that people are okay with spending money on things that somebody made. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. I think people are definitely more um, likely to spend money for something that is um, handmade or locally made um, right. that, because it's crafted. It's not mass produced and somebody's taken their time to do that. I know I make things too. I make jewelry, I make pottery and I try to have a lot of uh, makers in the store. I think I have about 20 local makers, but I have way more other small makers from across the country and in, and from the UK too. Um, I really have a, an affinity for UK designers and artists. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think people are willing to pay more um, because they know that the time and the skill it takes to, um, that goes into the work that they do and they put out. So I do have those. And of course, some of those things would be priced a little bit higher than the stuff that I buy that's mass produced, but not everybody can afford um, handmade jewelry. Some people, you know, they're in college or they're teenagers or they just don't have a lot of money to spend on it, you know? So I want to make sure that I have something for everyone. That makes sense. Cause you want people to come in and see all the beautiful stuff and feel like they can be part of it. Yeah. Like there's, uh, I've heard so many, it's so funny. I, I get it all the time. People walk into the shop and they're looking at stuff and they're like, Whoa, Whoa, it's only $10. $10. It's only what? what? Somebody, I have a woman. She's so, she's so cute. She comes in often and she buys stuff. And she, every time she comes in, she literally thanks me for being in the neighborhood and for not having crazy ass prices. <laughs> just like, How do you stay in business? I'm like, I don't make a lot of money. <laughs> I really don't. Um, you know, I, I, I have, I have to be a little bit better with my pricing. Honestly, I'm a newbie. I'm learning. Um, but for the most part, I scour the internet and I scour the city, the country, looking for cheaper prices on things so that I can pass that down to the consumer. Um, yeah, if I get something that's on sale, I'm going to put it on sale in my shop. I'm not going to just leave it at what it was. And, you know, it's probably stupid that I'm doing that. <laughs> it's not the best business decision, but, you know, that's how I'm doing it for now. And slowly but surely, you know, I'll I'll figure it all out. Um, but so far, so good. I, you know, I'm doing fine. I'm paying my rent. I'm making some money and I'm happy and I'm making my customers happy, I think, of hope. So that's, that's interesting. So do you think that, like, people who open these type of shops, do you think you're in it for the money? Are you in it just to kind of make people happy and sort of give someone an outlet to share their creativity? Like obviously you need to eat and you need to have the lights on. But like, do you think that it's, you're not trying to be a millionaire, right? It's like, it's a, it's a passion. 
No, if people, if you, you can ask anybody that owns a retail shop, you're not making a lot of money. You know, you're not, you just like, you, there's so much overhead that goes into it. And, um, there's so much competition online that, you know, having a brick and mortar is really, it's not what it used to be. Um, no, I totally do it because it's a passion. I love, love, love having a shop. I love seeing people come in and smiling and chuckling at the card selection or like <laughs> a perfect gift for somebody or just, I don't know. I just, it's a vibe. People come in and they're like, I like this store. It's a vibe. And I'm like, thank you. That's what I want. I want people to come in and feel comfortable. Um, so yeah, I would say, hell no, people aren't in it for the money. People are in it because it's a passion. And I, like you said too, I want to support local artists. I love art and I love design and um, I want it to be a space for them too. I want to be able to promote, you know, new artists and help them, help them with their journey. So yeah. It's definitely a passion. For the most part, do artists find you or do you find artists? Both. I would say both. both. I get a lot of I get a lot of artist inquiry. Um probably because I have a rotating art gallery. So um it's been on hold for a couple of months because it's a slower season and I didn't want to show any artists during the slow season. Plus I was doing a lot of traveling this month or last month. And, um, so yeah, I, 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 when I first opened, I did a call for artists because I was starting the, the gallery. Um, and I had to do that a couple of times, but now people, they, they contact me and I don't really have a hard time finding artists. And I also go out of my way to, um, find artists that I like. And I really, I'm really trying to do a lot more Logan square artists because I don't know, they're just, I mean, it's our neighborhood and I just love supporting local artists. I just, I love that they can come into the shop and see their work up on the wall and I'm helping them with their, their passion and their goals. So. It's so rewarding to walk in and see your piece hanging anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. You know, you know, what it's like you're a maker. It's so cool when you like get a nice, it is. And you see your, your piece in their setting and you know how much it makes them happy and. It's such a good feeling to make people happy with the art that you create. That's what I always tell people as well. Like, I just love making someone smile mm -hmm. and like being part of someone's story and journey. Like our, my piece or your piece is now in someone's home and they're telling stories about it and they're making memories with it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a cool thing. It's so cool. And I actually have that on my window, my storefront window. It's like, it says things to make you smile. It's home goods, gifts are things to make you smile <laughs> and it's true like that's what that's my number one goal is i want people to come in and i want them to smile i don't want them i want to brighten their day in some way right we need that so much mm -hmm. especially in the gloomy winter right <laughs> right <laughs> i know i love being at markets and people will come over to the to the booth and, and look at something and, and laugh mm -hmm. and, and, and you know not in like a, a ha ha what is that? But like, you know, that really made you me laugh. Yeah. Like a real belly chuckle. I like that. Right. <laughs> I know you have some really funny things. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the meaning behind the name? Who's Pixie and who's the boy? Well, it's obvious who the Pixie is. I mean, I think I know, but. <laughs> I do support a Pixie cat. But um, to go deeper, <laughs> I used to be a hairstylist and um, I did that for a number of years when I lived in California. And um, so, yeah, I really, I like hair. I'm into hair and Pixie is my haircut. It's going to be my haircut forever because it's so fine. I can't do anything it's else. It's so cute. 
Thank you. Thank God it works because I, I can't grow my hair. It's literally too thin to grow. Um, so thank God I can rock a pixie. So that's, that's that. And that's kind of a nod to my old life as a hairstylist, which I kind of put, I gave it up when I was um, trying to have a, my son and our son, I should say. And um, yeah, so he's definitely the boy. So it's like a nod to my past life and then to my current life with as a mom. That's so cute. Is he like, does he like that? Or is he like, mom? He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 10 year old boy. I mean, he does, but he actually <laughs> he doesn't. It's so funny because his little friends will come in the shop and they're so excited, especially his, like his little girlfriends from school. And uh, <laughs> they love it because there's so much color and stickers and jewelry and fun stuff to look at. And uh, he he's just like, when can we go home? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think he's at school saying, uh, yo, I'm the boy, I'm boy. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not at all. <laughs> I would definitely eat that up. I know, I know. I was like, <laughs> dude, whenever his little friends come in, boys or girls, I would like, they're like, so cool. And I'm like, tell Max that. <laughs> this is cool. But to be fair, honestly, I do, you know, I work, I work at the store five days a week. So, you know, including the weekend. So that was a big adjustment for Max, me not being there on the weekends. So, um, yeah, you know, to him, it's just like, this is the spot that takes his mommy away for a takes while. Takes mom away. Yeah. yeah. But then when I'm freaking with him, all he wants to do is play Fortnite anyway. So what's the difference? He's at that age where he just wants to be with his friends or online with his friends. So Yeah, it's such a different thing these days, being online with a friend. I know. It's so, I mean, it's so weird. You know, we are children of the 80s. <laughs> and right. We certainly did not have any of that. We were like outside all day, all until the lights came on. And then you came home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were riding bikes, playing, yep. kick the can, all Be that stuff. Skateboarding, roller skating. It was so <laughs> yep. cool. I love my life in the 80s. I mean, it was such a good Me time too. to grow up. I think children have it a lot harder now. There's just everything is freaking online and being recorded. That's just weird to me. I'm so glad it I saw that. So I, I, I'm so thankful that we were able to be, actually enjoy being outside. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing. Like Max spends a lot of time inside in the winter because we live in a cold climate. But in the summer, he's always outside, always. We're at the pool. We always get a membership for the pool. And we're there hours upon hours. And um, nice. also he plays sports. And, you know, he rides bikes. He goes – he he does um, – scooter you know scootering his his dad my husband peter skateboard so they go to the skate park together max nice does his little scooter thing <laughs> that's awesome he's a busy kid yeah he, he is the boy yeah he's the boy he's the man <laughs> i'll probably change it to pixie and the man <laughs> later <laughs> so you you host workshops correct for your artists i do i do yeah we just finished up a dried floral workshop with ak floral company and the next one is chicago wick stop she's going to be doing a, a candle making um diy event so yeah it's fun I, I somebody leads it i i sometimes lead them but i i prefer to 
to just watch yeah. <laughs> part of it and serve the cocktails. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they, you know, they teach it. We have, you know, wine, you can bring your own drinks and then you get a little shopping discount and you, you go home with whatever you made. And, you know, if you buy anything, you're not, you know, by all means, you don't need to buy anything while you're there, but you do get a, a, a shopping discount that evening. So it's pretty fun. I have a good time. That's so fun. So as same question with that, like, do people come to you with those or do you create the ideas for the workshops? Both, both. Yeah. I have, I, because I was, you know, I had Pixie and the Boy for about four years before I opened the brick and mortar. I did a lot of shows like craft fairs and I met a lot of makers. So I have a bunch of people that I call upon to, um, to do DIY classes for me and, you know, it's whenever they want, basically. So it's an ongoing relationship. Definitely. I, That's important. I stopped doing them in the summer, though, because people just want to be outside in Chicago. They, like Nobody wants to be inside doing a class. <laughs> they be on the I mean, I would. <laughs> I mean, some people, but most people, like, there was a real drop-off in, in the people signing up. So I'm like, I, I'm just going to put it on hold. And then I start, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then I start up again I mean, in January, February, because that's when people are looking for things to do, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, our summers are so short. Mm-hmm. You don't want to waste them inside. Right, right. You don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I much prefer to do these types of things when the weather's crappy, you know? It's like going to a movie in the middle of the day when it's like 80 degrees. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I mean, I like the popcorn. Yeah, so I I'd probably go. <laughs> I mean, I prefer to go to a movie at night, or if it's raining, yeah. or the weather's bad and you can't be outside. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, I feel like I'm wasting the sunshine. <laughs> I agree, and I love some sunshine. Yeah, I know you do. Well, what about like what about uh, doing them outdoors? Is that not? I suppose you're not really in the space. No, I don't have a spot for that. Like, yeah. we have a parking lot in the back, but it's. Filled with cars. Because <laughs> really. that could be fun if that was ever a thing. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm not an outdoor crafty person. I didn't even like doing markets <laughs> outside, honestly, because the weather is so unpredictable. Like, I've done shows where like, the tents are flying over, like, flying uh-huh. over the rain, or it's pouring rain. It's just like you just can't predict the weather. And um, unless you're in California, but <laughs> you right. certainly can't. San Diego. Exactly. You can't predict. <laughs> so I, I prefer doing my events inside. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So I have a weird question. I'm not sure why I even thought of it, but is there a, like a dream item you'd love to carry in your shop that you don't already carry? A dream item? Like what's a cool item that you would love to carry in your shop? Hmm. Well, there's, I mean, there are a few, there are a few items that I would love to carry, but I can't because, um, the, the neighboring stores already carry it and, and they have like protection. They don't want sure. stuff to be saturated. So there's a couple of brands that I can't carry that I would love to carry, but it's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, there's a couple, I would love to carry more home goods, like more expensive home goods, like rugs accent rugs and stuff i have some really cute rugs in my shop that i have just bought for the shop and people want to buy them all the time um but i can't seem to find it um i haven't looked hard though i um to find out like a wholesale 
a good wholesale price to get them. Otherwise, it doesn't really make sense for me. Does it make sense? Yeah, because yeah, then, I mean, why would I sell? I'd have to mark it up so much and they can just get it for cheaper, you know, from the person I would get it from. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would love to find a wholesaler that, you know, made cool rugs, tufted rugs, basically. Like I yeah. have an awesome one and people literally couple times a week people are trying to buy it from me and i'm, I'm like i get I just give them the etsy account and i'm like here you go <laughs> i should get like a like a payback or what is it called kickback or something from this guy because i'm sending him so many clients <laughs> i love that <laughs> all right well uh here's let's get to the Really fun part about our conversation today. I know that you are a fan of 90s music, correct? I am a fan of the 90s, period. Best time of my life. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you walk in your store, and I just love your soundtrack. It's 80s, 90s. It's great. (laughs) Love it. It's a vibe. It is a vibe. So let's play a little game. I'm going to give you two artists, and you just pick your favorite. All right? Okay. Pearl Jam or Nirvana? Pearl Jam. I love them Counting, both. Me too. <laughs> Counting Crows or Third Eye Blind? Oh my God, I don't really like either of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so I do. <laughs> I, do, I do like a couple of Counting Crows songs. <laughs> you know, they're, they're a different niche, both of them. Yeah. He seems like a nice uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Smashing Pumpkins or Green Day? I love Green Day. And till this day, I've seen a lot of concerts. And Green Day is by far one of my favorite ones. And they're I've on seen, my list. Yeah, they're so good. And I've seen Smashing Pumpkins too, and they were great. But Green Day, they're just, they're fun. They're a fun bands. Yeah, I, I want to see them on the next, next time they tour. Yeah, they're great. You'll love them. Uh, Weezer? They're in their 20s. <laughs> a little different now. <laughs> well, yeah, see, I saw them when they did Dookie back in, like, I don't even know. Yeah, when I saw them. <laughs> and they played during the day at a festival. So, like, I want to see them now as grown adults. Yeah. I'm, my husband saw them um, in California when we lived in San Francisco. Um, he got to see them in a small venue and he said they were amazing and he wasn't even a big green day fan like i was and uh i was so jealous i'm like why can't i <laughs> yeah, were they just here at the metro i don't know like a, no, I, like a surprise show oh i don't we know. tried i'm terrible i don't follow these things anymore i feel like ever since <laughs> i um well ever since i had a kid i don't really do much well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just saw Lizzo, didn't you? I did, but I wasn't planning on that, though. That kind of just happened last minute. Um, my friends, a couple of my girlfriends were going, like three of them, and then one ended up getting COVID, so she couldn't go. And they literally asked me that day if I wanted to go. And I was like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it was fine. It wasn't the outfit I would have chosen if I had time, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it was great. It was fun. But I hadn't been to a big concert like that in ages. The last time I was at a big concert was uh, Adele, because I love Adele. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> yeah, well, she may have upset some people. But yeah. we won't get into that. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> But she's amazing. All right, she's two more. Weezer super- or Allison Chains? Weezer. Oasis or Garbage? Oasis. I've seen them, too. 
Me too. I actually met them. No. They were, yeah, they were so wild. Yeah. And I was like 17, 18, probably. Oh my God. And we had a friend that worked at the rave in Milwaukee and was able to get us backstage. And it was like, that's my that's my uh, that's my text going off. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So just being like a kid going backstage and meeting Oasis and like they signed like an album flat for us and stuff, but they were just insane. Oh yeah, that <laughs> not Noel. What's his name? Noel and Liam. Liam, he's the psycho one, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Noel's we just saw one. we just saw Noel with the pumpkins last summer. Yeah, he just came out with a new album too. Yeah, he, he's, and he had a lady in the band that played the scissors. The scissors. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was her job. The she scissors? just she just played a pair of scissors. That is so weird. Like how? <laughs> like just open and close them? Yeah. <laughs> That's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach and I were just like, "What's happening? Like, I want this job." I mean, it's like that's I don't even know if you're the scissors or the symbol. <laughs> like, that's the kind of thing you get when you don't know what you're doing. Like, okay, this kid gets the symbol, so she <laughs> <laughs> It was like a friend that he probably promised, you yeah. know, twenty years ago when I become big, you can have a job in my band. Yeah. Here's a pair of scissors. Yeah. Or maybe they just did it to fuck with everyone in the audience. Like <laughs> See what they'll say if we just put you up there with a pair of scissors. <laughs> I can see that happening for sure. Oh, my God. No. She actually ended up having to leave the tour after our show. So we were the last ones to see the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. That was so weird. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, messed up your game. We started chatting. Okay, we were at Oasis and Garbage. Yep. You picked Chose. Oasis. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get things wrapped up, what is one interesting fact about yourself that you'd like to share? Hmm. Just one? <laughs> just <laughs> one. Oh, my God. It's a hard question. Um, I'm making you think. I know. I always feel like I say the same thing. I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. I'm a, you know what I mean? So <laughs> boring. Um, let's see. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, how about this? It's not that interesting, but when I was younger, I was a vintage buyer, um, and I designed clothes for a store. So I have, I don't know, I have more retail experience than people think. That actually is pretty cool. It's not that interesting. I know. How about you still, I Hello Kitty you still make clothes? I have a Hello Kitty tattoo. That's interesting, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So. Where can we find you online? You can find me online at pixieintheboy.com. And that's where you're going to be able to do some online shopping. I just redid my website. You can also get tickets for DIY events. And um, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. And now TikTok. <laughs> oh. I know. I'm so old for TikTok. It's so <laughs> not my thing, but I'm figuring it out. <laughs> figuring maybe, it out. Uh, maybe Max can help. Oh, he just makes fun of me. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently, 
I don't know the correct address, so can you please share with us one more time the address and your store hours? For sure. It's at 2605 North Milwaukee Avenue. I'm right between Reno and Webster's, right across from the monument. And I'm closed Monday and Tuesdays. And then Wednesday through Friday, I'm open 12 to 6, Saturday 11 to 6, and Sunday 11 to 5. And are pets allowed? Of course they're allowed. I love dogs or cats. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trish, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, actually your morning, to chat with us. And Absolutely. make sure you guys check out Pixie and the Boy. It is a cute shop. It smells yummy. There's great music and really fun stuff for everyone. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Dave. Trish. Thanks, Dave.